to know how to stop seeking the validation of others, just like Claire. Claire said to me that she's desperately seeking how to get over needing male, in her case, male validation. But this is this is relevant for any kind of external validation. Now Claire, not her real name, uh, she's 51, and she she asked me after after talking about how shameful she felt and the regret that she had, declaring declaring how much she wanted to be with a past uh, lover to to them who had ghosted her, uh, and that was during or post the re, you know, rebound of um, divorce. And she was saying to me, you know, look, why did she, she just couldn't get over herself for putting herself in yet another opportunity to be rejected. First from her husband, ex-husband, and now like deliberately walking into a situation where she, you know, was going to be hurt. And she's like, why couldn't I be happy with just me? What's the go here? And uh, so I posted around and you may, you're now getting this response, the answer to it, because I posted a query out there if, if, if this incident kind of relates to you and your experience of seeking other people's approval and validation instead of feeling comfortable within yourself. Maybe you're running away from being alone with yourself. And I asked if that was you, drop a comment and I give you this answer. The answer that I told her. And the first thing I said to her was to go easy on herself. So I'm saying that to you as well. Go easy on yourself. You know, as, as we grieve the losses and mistakes and the things that didn't work out the way we wanted, you know, it's not just the losses of what happened, but probably harder is, is the, the losses of what we hoped for, the imagined future. Well, all your feelings are valid and you don't need to fear them because they will pass automatically when you stop trying to define them, when you stop trying to analyse them and give greater importance and meaning to the feelings that are arising in that moment. We get ourselves caught up when we try and label them as being more catastrophic and more permanent and more overwhelming and significant than they actually are. We're allowed to have crappy feelings. We're allowed to feel scared. We're allowed to feel annoyed and frustrated and whatever. And we, we don't have to add an extra layer of meaning to them, which makes them kind of stick around a lot longer. So that's the first thing. Stop judging your feelings. <laughs> you just have the feeling, accept the feelings, and know that they will pass because that's what feelings do. That's what think, thinking does, the thoughts that we have. When we don't 
add an extra layer of meaning to them, they just evaporate naturally because that's the mechanism is. That's the human experience. And then as for Claire and the, the seeking validation of men, but as I said before, validation of anybody, instead of being comfortable alone, again, particularly with the men thing, don't be hard on yourself. We have centuries of patriarchy that have brainwashed us into believing that the heterosexual norms that insist, insist that women are nothing without a man. We've had this, you know, we've been trained by this in movies and music and books and even mainstream relationship experts, you know, uh, that have us fixated on, on focusing on looking for someone else. Like even if you've got everything going on in your life, it's almost like, well, it means nothing unless you've got someone to share it with, kind of thing. Um, and that they, kind, they see single life as a pit stop for self-improvement on the way to the next relationship. And I'd like to say that there's nothing to improve about yourself. You're, this whole notion that you have to fix yourself in order to be okay for someone um, and, and, and worthy is just an absolute load of crap. And I know all this because I made the mistake of remarrying because I did not appreciate all I had achieved. All that I'd become having left the first abusive marriage. And in fact, truth is, I entered the first marriage because I was not comfortable being single after the end of my first relationship with a boyfriend of, of six years. In fact, I think there was less than a year between the end of that relationship, my first significant relationship, and getting married. I mean, I, and, and I was like 23, 22, 23 at the time. So I really did not give myself any time in my early adulthood to be with myself. And so truth is, all my poor decisions, the poor choices I made throughout my adulthood resulted from me not feeling enough on my own. I short-circuited my energetic and material growth, because Lord knows, totally got impoverished by two idiot husbands and two divorces. There's no big alimony or anything like that with them. Um, no big property settlements. Um, uh, anyway, so I short-circuited. I realized that. I, 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 I started to develop a sense of independence. And instead of pushing through the dis, you know, the discomfort and the fear of the unknown and the self-responsibility and all the rest of it, I short-circuited it by taking the, my focus outwards, looking outwards on looking for, uh, looking for a partner, because like somehow your life isn't enough if you don't have a partner, so you're constantly looking for one. Um, and then when you get one, looking after them and making them the centre of attention. Um, and I allowed myself to disappear in the process. So I totally get the anger of Claire that she expressed. I totally get it. 
But the thing is, it is so easy to stay in regret when you, as I said before, constantly think and overthink and give new meaning and rehash the past and all, all the stuff. We can stay in that cycle of regret and self-loathing and mistrusting yourself. And hence why I fundamentally believe that you know, trauma-type thinking and therapy and rehashing the past and going over it and over it and looking at it this way and that way and all the rest only keeps you stuck there energetically, uh, emotionally, mentally. And the answer will never be found constantly trying to re-examine what was. You did the best you could, I did the best I could, Claire did the best she could with what she knew at the time. So at some point, you need to decide to let it all just fall to the ground, the past, what happened, and stop rehashing it, looking for answers, because you won't find them. As I said, we all did the best that we could with what we had, what we knew. And it is as simple as a conscious decision to simply stop going there, stop picking up the scab. And so how, how did I shift my thinking and my attention from looking for validation outside of myself instead of feeling comfortable in my own skin and celebrating being single as I am now and I have been single for seven years and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, certainly not rushing to fill the space with another relationship. So the first step to being fully self-loving is to focus on tapping into your inner wisdom your intuitive wisdom guidance. So it's no longer being stuck in the story in your head and trying to change it. It's not about trying to control your emotions. It's about letting the, emo the thought arise, the emotion follow, let them pass, don't get caught up in think overthinking them. And in, in the present moment, the undercurrent of the ebb and flow of thought and emotion is our consciousness and it's always there. It's our energetic spirit, universal wisdom consciousness. And it's from that sea of consciousness that our intuition arises. It's that little quiet nudge, the little small voice, that little quiet yes or no. And that's what we need to be listening to. And it's often that we, we, we have the little yes and the little no, the little nudges, but we ignore them for the head chatter that's telling us to go the opposite direction of, of our intuition for whatever reason that we give ourselves that we should, ought or must. So when you follow your intuitive nudges, that guidance is always going to point you towards your joy. Joy is your core nature. Your energetic wisdom nature is joy. And so when you follow those intuitive nudges in the present moment and prioritize feeling unapologetically good within yourself, the interesting thing happens is that you automatically 
because your attention is on your good feeling thoughts and your, your good feeling nudges and following your joy, then worrying about what others think automatically disappears without needing to make it your uh, deliberate focus of, of problem solving. So I've been saying lately, and I was really expanding upon it, that single, being single, a single empty nest of woman over 40, being single. Being single is a complete state of being without needing further explanation or justification. So if you resonated with Claire's experience and my experience of wanting to stop seeking external validation, be it with an intimate partner or just in general, then let me know because I would love to help you tap into your intuitive wisdom and be guided by your joy that is the core of your being rather than getting caught up in the shoulds, the musts, the oughts, the what-ifs and the worries of what other people may be thinking or saying about the life that you want to live. Thank you for listening and take care.